they they should make a weed line, like a cannabis line, and call it "I Forget." No, no, I, I don't think that's like the... iPhone or something, and just be like, "Oh man, oh I forget." Yeah, I yeah. forget, and they're just like stoners. I go with them and go to the store, but, but then I, I got, got high. high. Okay, I see. Hey. I see. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, with that beautiful introduction, we are back. House of Herbie, your favorite podcast. I'm your host, Queen Herbie. Your co-host, Jedi Nick, is over here. We got Luna sitting on a lap. Gary is sitting on something. He's somewhere. Sitting on a big old fluffy rug. We, there he is. And we have Alex. Okay, so we should start mentioning that Alex is a part of this because he Aww. really, his interjections are so valued <laughs> here. It feels like sometimes when you're doing a podcast, you're just talking and talking forever for to no one. But Alex reminds me that this is like a collaboration. We have, uh, you know, thousands of you that are listening to this every week now. Alex reminds yeah. you? Hopefully I remind you. I'm right here. Okay. Yeah, but we're, Talk to me. But we've been together, what's it's coming up on 18 years now. It will have been 18 fucking years this fall. At this point, we sometimes feel like we're the same person. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, so yeah, I mean, sometimes. Is that weird for you? Uh, is, you know, but not really. Is no. it weird for you? We try why, to, why do you look we try like to that? maintain boundaries of some kinds, you yeah. know? Speaking of which, we were supposed to escape to the mountains, mountains this weekend, yes. but we can't anymore. Because it's a blizzard. Blizzard mountains. They got like nine feet of snow, so we can't. <laughs> so now How we're like, they oh. they actually get? No, nine feet. She's they not literally right. got nine, nine feet. feet. No, yes. Dude, no it's a state of emergency. Crazy. It's like an emergency. opening doors and it's just a wall. <laughs> yeah. It's like Can Game you of imagine? Thrones. I cannot. You you tunnel. You would have to tunnel out. Yeah. So there was one year in Boston. Oh, a couple of years, but one year in particular when we were in college there in Boston when it it was like that was record. Snow. It was like a record snow or something. Yeah. At People's the time. cars were lo- just done. lost. Yeah, they yeah. were they were like wow. they were under just the snow. Wait until fucking June when it, the snow melts. I would see like holes burrowed in the snow, and you could see like a Mercedes hub hub plate or whatever, <laughs> oh like my a, a wheel. You had uh, somebody carved. They, they had to literally snow plow the sidewalks and yeah. it went beyond the like the head like it would be like six or seven feet tall high yes this Jeez. wall of snow insane yeah it's pretty cool so that's what we're bringing this up because this is a creative living podcast so it is important when you start feeling tired and burnt out like we just dropped our the muse ep and like we've been going so hard in this house like getting everything ready and done and the necklaces moving and all these different things. Content wars. Content content <laughs> wars. So it is important to take breaks and to kind of gauge when you're feeling a little bit burned out or like you need to fill up your cup. And unfortunately, we had a blizzard. So we're going to figure this out. And yeah. we're about to celebrate St. Patty's Day. Yeah. If I'm not, mis- if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. St. Patty's Day. St. Patty's Day. Which Nick is partially Irish. I am 50% Amy. That's pretty oh, high. That's pretty good. That's, it's not a majority, but it's pretty close. I think I have some in my chart. I can't remember how much. Probably. Yeah. So my dad is completely Irish. Okay. Okay. Noonan's, uh, Flynn's, yep. uh, I forget. Oh, it's like, all was it just O'Noonan? It was at some point. It was at some point. That's so I don't know fun. when. You Fucking. had an apostrophe in your name. O'Noonan. That's so fun. I don't know what accent this is, but it's not Irish. <laughs> O'Noonan. O'Noonan. <laughs> and then mom is completely like French Canadian. Yes. So it's Boucher, Chaloux, like all French, all the all the French, French shit. Yeah, what a vibe! It is a vibe. She grew up speaking French, actually. Wow. Yeah, is that cool? Man, I need to learn more also about Irish culture. I just don't. I've never been there. I heard it's beautiful. Okay, so we need to go. It definitely. You never uh, toured over there. No, that part. Never toured in Ireland. No, we did just London. But we we've been to plenty of St. Patty's Day parties that were dangerously drunk. Oh my god! It's definitely like the drinking is. I know there's more to the culture than drinking. It's gotta be. Is it cold in Ireland? I mean, yeah. Is that why the the drinking is in? in, in, Oh, and some cold and wet. Where does and they have golf? Oh no, that's is that Scottish? Shit. Sorry, you you can't confuse those. They get pissed. I know that that in Chicago on St. Patrick's Day they turn the river green, so that's good. (laughs) Wow. So that's not an environmental disaster or anything. I don't know how they do it, but yeah, every year. I don't know how they do it. Somebody invested in that and poisoned all of y'all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What was I going to say? Okay, so radio promo. They used to try to do uh, line up where everything's an event, right? You got to have something be an event, whatever. So St. Patrick's Day was always like an event. So Mm -hmm. they would set up a booth or have to be whatever. So we were, I forget, I think it was this one year, <laughs> we were in Milwaukee. Yes. And the event started at like 10, one, 10, 10 a.m. Oh, shit. It was early. No, it was started with an a.m. It was definitely before <laughs> oh, noon. God. And, you know, we, we like roll in there and as we pulled up in the car, 
the bar across the street because it was in like the downtown area. There yes. was a, you know bars everywhere. It was lit. Oh my god! There Shout were out to Milwaukee. Stumbling. I was like, like I can barely, live here. This is a vibe. There were people like straight up just falling on their ass. Wow. At like ten thirty in the morning. Wow. It's <laughs> like, okay, here we go. It was a fun. Uh, I mean, it was a fun event still, but it was just like, holy shit! It was. It's always fun to. Boston was always insane. Always, yes. So many Irish. Wow. Anyway, moving on. Happy St. Patty's. Enjoy yourself safely. Be responsible. We love you. Today's topic is, okay, speaking of tradition, maybe tradition and uh, hmm, culture, I guess. Okay. I don't know. It's let's just jump into it. Okay. It's it's the astrology episode. <laughs> we are psyched about this because as you know, I am especially very much into astrology. I got Nick into it. He's he's definitely down. Alex is now into it. And it all anchors around like the way that we got into it. We want to share with you how it that all happened. anchors around trying to get a date in LA. Because if you don't know astrology, oh, forget about it. Yeah, yeah. But this yes. is if really if this is the only reason you're gonna send this to somebody. This, that's a good reason. Yeah, this you know is how you get in the dating game in LA. You have to know your signs. Your sign? I had a Lyft, your sign? a Lyft or Uber driver the other night, and she was like, "Man, why am I only attracted to Virgos?" And I was like, <laughs> "Wow, only in LA. <laughs> only totally. in LA I don't can know. we really?" Maybe it's other places at this point. It could be, but it's very, very, very prevalent in LA. Specifically, the women in yes, LA. Yes. Let us know if in, if you're not an LAer. If you're not not an Angelian, wherever you're from, are people into Angelina. astrology? San Diegans. San Diegans. Let us know where you're from. If you're into it, if you're commenting on YouTube, if you're in the Patreon, shout outs to our sugar daddies. Hey, we got over 800 some. I, yeah. I'm sure it's more now. This is like we're recording this early. Thank y'all for mm. supporting us. Yes, thank this you is, so much. Cheers to you. We're having the martinis as always. If you've never learned about astrology, this is the episode for you because we're going to hit you with all the basics. I don't want to go too crazy. I have friends who are astrologers that are massively talented at doing this. By the way, it is a distinct talent to be an astrologer. Mm. This is the first thing I'll tell you. We're You should not expect yourself to be able to read a chart to the depths and the detail that these professionals can do it. It's mm. pretty astounding. I'm also going to talk about the skepticism about astrology. I know there's people listening that are probably like, I don't know, queen, this is kind of weird. Like, is it real? Is it just horoscopes? So we're going to cover all the stuff today in this episode. So why don't we start with Nick? Do you remember when we got into astrology? I say we, because you were dragged in. Uh, sure was, Amy. Against your wheel. Uh, so, okay. It was, so we were in this band called Carmen and unhappy in our situation in this band called Carmen. Correct. So we were trying to leave our situation that we were in with a band called Carmen. Correct. And uh, we were had been trying for a long time to uh, communicate to the label that we were not happy and we're trying to leave. And it was just kind of the conversation wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't yeah. really being had. Wild. So we were just kind of like in a dark place and uh, we were on tour and our band and crew Okay, uh, Janine, Edward, shout out. Shout everybody out. calls it J9. And the whole band and crew, everybody, they pitched in, they got us an astrology reading. As with, a gift. Like as a, a gift. Happy birthday. Me and Nick's birthdays are two days apart. Two days apart. So it's easy to get us a gift. You can get us a joint gift. Joint gift. It could also be a joint. Joints, yeah. As a gift. Uh, and then <laughs> or an astro- a, a couples reading, a natal chart couples reading with yeah. an astrologer. Gall. Okay. This guy who we didn't know, who was Janine's guy. Yep. So we go out to uh, his his spot. We get off the road. We come back home. We go out to his spot to get the reading because we were just kind of, um, we were just frustrated with the situation and we're looking anywhere we could for some kind of answers, really. Some kind of guidance, something to try to have something make sense. When your lawyers can't help, your friends, your family, nobody can offer you any advice and you feel stuck in life, you start looking into other methods. Start checking shit out. Yeah. So we're like, oh, cool. Had no expectation, had no whatever. I really was a skeptic at this time. So I want to say, what was what year was it? Ooh, let's see. It's like 20... When did... uh, Hold on. Carry the two and... uh, Let's see. 2014, 2015? (sighs) Is that like 10 years ago now? It was 2014, okay. 13. <laughs> Something like this. Something like that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, thanks everyone for this gift. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely go because y'all spent sure. money on it. Okay. Yeah. It's not cheap. Like it's, you pay like a few hundred dollars for this person's time, this professional's time. And the morning of the reading, I was reading the recap email, like make sure to bring your birth time. And I was like, who 
knows their actual birth time? Does anybody just recall this information? No. And then I was frantically searching the house. And remember, we were like hungover from like your birthday. So it was like kind of like it was bad. I was not feeling well. Yeah. And somehow I knew which folder to look in and my pulled my birth certificate out and I found my birth time. It was like shocking to me because I was like, you I have your not... birth certificate. Yeah, it was in right. I didn't expect to find Do you it know where my day. birth certificate is. No, you, <laughs> I do. you, uh, Alex does. I think you uh, just went with noon. So the safe bet, if you don't know your birth time and you're sitting with an astrologer or you're looking it up online yeah, they and say you don't know your noon, birth time, just right? go with noon. Yeah. Go with so, noon. I think I did find out. I think it's like later. It's 1230. It's like right after. Or you text midnight. it. A lot of people will text their mother or father. Right yeah, and be like, "Do you know?" Because they have it on file. Hopefully, or maybe they were, they were there. Or if you don't, like your you siblings can... are adopted, so they don't know their birth time. So True. they went with noon. And my roommate who went and saw Gall was able to call the hospital, and they were able to look up her birth time because oh, her mom wow. didn't shit. know. So that's Damn. also an option. So at this point, this is the funny fast forward. Everybody we know goes to see Gall. The trickle down effect from you. Everybody we know it, goes well, to Well, really from Janine, because Janine sent us, and then we sent... You saw our old uh, uh, agent last, the other day, yeah, and, last and he night. was like, oh, I got a fucking meeting with Gal Damara. Him and his <laughs> wife go to see him every year. That's more <laughs> consistent than we go. So funny. So we, of course, there's... And there are a lot of talented astrologers. Don't think that you have to see this this specific professional, but Gal... Um, Sasson, I think is how you pronounce it. S A S S O N. Um, and I have his book. If you're watching on Patreon, I have his book here today. It's called Cosmic Navigator. He handed me this book after the read. Now the reading was so intense. This is our first time, and I was like very skeptical. <clears throat> yeah. Gave him our birth time. You, you give him your location of birth, like the city and you have state to know where country. time and what else date date obviously. yes so they put that information and it actually pulls up the snapshot of what the sky looked like the moment you were born so when you took your first breath the doctor writes down the time or whoever writes it down on your birth certificate this is like when you activate as a human being according to like the thousands of years old astrology information mm-hmm. they're saying that you know the angel seals your lips they even say like the cupid's bow which is like that little divot above your lip is like the angel saying shh and like making you forget your past life and then you start anew. This is like all Not the mythology. All. The wow. mythology is really beautiful. And that's what we learned from Gaul. I was I was just like overwhelmed. I remember crying at one point because I just didn't understand how someone who didn't know me, and he didn't know us. No, he didn't. He doesn't know any of y'all that go to see him. He spelled afterwards. They don't have to. He, I think he spelled. So what happens is he, at least with, with Gaul, yeah. and for how he does it in our experience, he records everything. Yes. Because it's a, I, we had no idea what to expect, right? So we show up there and he starts just kind of Talking. like- just talking at he's us. like oh well you're this and this and you and this is what you this is what i know about you and we me and nick are like looking at each other like, <laughs> like what, what is, going is going on but he records the whole thing so that when you're done you, yeah. know, you go home and you can replay because it's way too much information for you to kind of get it is in real time right so you're his, gonna miss some shit so his website is cosmicnavigator.com if you're interested in him but um i i just wanted to share an excerpt from his book because it is it is like the moment you're born, you take that breath. The doctor writes down the time. This is this is barcode. It's a barcode for your journey ahead for this life. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different ways to look at it. I think skept, a skeptic who used to be me would say, "Well, it could apply to anyone. Like any a Taurus is stubborn and loyal. It's like okay, well, a lot of people feel those traits. But the the you're about to find out in this episode the intricacy to which." these details like we're not just talking about your sign where you actually have all 12 signs working in your right, life right. in different houses right 12 signs 12 houses all these planets all these aspects and like then you have the current astrology running against or with your chart that affects how you are experiencing the current moment. So an astrologer really can see all these things The more experienced astrologers can really help to guide you. And you can come to these sessions with questions. You can come with um, strategic asking for advice. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed with Gaul, he's it's not sometimes like a fortune teller. It's not a fortune. It's not t- like that. He's not like, Ooh, I see some bad. Yeah, no, totally. it's, 
I see flames in a dark place. Every astrologer I've ever spoken to is never doomsday. No, like it's, it's never, never been any, so it's nothing to fear. It's not that vibe. Yeah. And it is very mathematical and you'll understand more about that as we get into it. But I love the mythology of astrology. Can we start with this? Well, so, do you want to tell this, finish the story about how we actually got oh, into it? Oh, well, yeah. The reason so, that okay, we got so excited. We, right. So we go, we go into this dude, have no idea what to say. He tells, uh, Tells us a bunch of shit. He t- like you in particular at one point, he was saying... Uh, First person to say you're a designer. You're a designer. Mm. He said, what is it, shapes and colors? Yeah, it took me 10 years to unpack that. Mm, I was like, I'm not sure what you mean. So, okay, what did he say? He said, uh, all right, so there's a lot of things, but the big question that what uh, that we wanted to ask when we were there was, uh, you know, what is there a way out of this? If there were to be a solution for us to try to exit with the situation we're in, how do we do that? How do we get out of the record deal? How the fuck do we get out of the shit? Nobody gets and, out of record deals, by the way. It's very yeah. difficult. And yeah, it can be. It can be, man. It can be a war zone. So he said, according to, you know, blah, 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 on your charts and all, all this shit, uh, me, meaning like, you, you know, you, meaning me, Nick, has to communicate with L.A., L.A. Reid, depending on like- The label in, head. Between these certain dates, mm-hmm. right? And it looked like if it was between, because whatever we came into fucking whatever, right? So there was some alignment between these two-week window, if I could communicate with him between that, it looks like if that happens, then by this other date, something the situation will have changed and the situation will look victorious in Resolved. your favor, mm-hmm. right? So all these things, it's just like, it's not like a yes, no or anything. It's just like this, that, and the date was July 1st. It's guidance. Okay? Astrology is guidance. The, j- the date was July 1st. So we do what, what he says. And uh, I tried giving him a call because I hadn't. I think he referred to me as like the evil boyfriend. Yeah, he hates. Yeah. Well, at the time he, he was like, no, I just want to talk to Amy. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, so I would, um, so I gave him a call and I was like, look, look, dude, from where we're sitting, we have two options. Okay. Mm-hmm. Option one is put, let us put out another single, which I knew they couldn't do. Right. Um, and option two is let us walk. And he stopped and he laughed. Mm-hmm. And he said, so you're telling me I got two options? <laughs> and right there in my brain, I was like, fuck, we're fucked. We're fucking done. Negotiation I fucking one ruined one. our entire lives. This is it. It's over. He's going to put us on so a- so heavy at the- Do you remember how stressed we were? It felt very heavy. And now looking and he was back, like, he's going like, to put oh. us on a- Yeah, he's going to put us on a fucking shelf somewhere. We're fucking over. And I was like, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. <laughs> and he stopped laughing. And he said, all right, let me think about it. I'll call you in a few days. And it was like a week later. And I, I didn't know when I you know, thought maybe he was just going to never call back, whatever. Right. And he called back. And he's like, look, if you're not happy here, uh, we, you know, I don't want to keep you. You're right. Or so you. Uh, I still believe in the project heavily, blah, 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 this whole thing. I don't want to let you go. But um, I, I, if, you, if you don't want to be here, I'm not going to keep you here. Yeah. And he actually let us negotiate the terms on the way out, uh, which we did, and literally signed the paperwork on June 30th. The yeah. Which was like a day or two before. It's, so it probably arrived on his desk uh, like July 1st, 2nd, 3rd. Or they overnighted like the executed paperwork to us on the 1st or something. So I, I think it was like a July 1st. It was 3rd. down to sure. the exact date that yes. the astrologer. It was like had literally within the day yeah. that said this. And like, what so are the odds point, of this happening? Yeah. Right. <laughs> So, so what are the odds of this happening? So Gaul had given me his book, the cosmic navigator book. And this is like a thick, it says design your destiny with astrology and Kabbalah. Cause he's uh, from Israel. So he's got a lot of the tradition and the mythology of Kabbalah in here too, which is so fascinating. I didn't know anything about it. And I started reading this book y'all. And then I was like, Nick, there's 12 Zodiac signs and 12 houses Usually there's 12 songs on an album. So we started recording. Leo Rising. Started recording. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is a fun way to be inspired because we used to be about like color theory and like we've always been into this kind of woo-woo shit, but this was like, oh, this is science and I can, I can as a songwriter now be inspired by Aries and Taurus and Cancer and, v- and Venus and Mercury and all these um, mythological energies. Creatures. Yeah, so, so, so we got had, really into it. We did because we had an experience where it was like literally came down to the fucking day. Yeah, it was wild, and it worked out exactly. It was it was a wonderful situation. So I would love to hear if y'all have any stories about how astrology has kind of pinpointed things for you because it is very personal too. It's not something that you run around shouting from the mm-hmm. rooftops like my astrologer said that. It's like <laughs> no, this is your personal journey. It's your barcode. It's your. It was fun though after learning to read our friends' charts and understand. Oh, your best friend is a 
Narcissist. Aquarius. No, no. <laughs> narcissist is the ninth house. No, uh, no. It's like your ninth house is in narcissism. But that was so fun because uh, also I didn't know we had rising signs. So you've got your sun sign, which is your main. If you look up your horoscope on the newspaper, right. that's your main one. That's your main one. But you have all 12 signs affecting you in different houses. And your rising sign is um, who you are slowly becoming as you get older. So I, I didn't know this, but once I understood I was a Leo rising, I was like, oh, no wonder mm-hmm. I act this way. Uh-huh. I have a question real quick going back. So you went into this astrology meeting kind of skeptical. Did you go with the intention of asking asking this specific thing or were you kind of like, let's just see what he has to say to us? Oh, no. We, you I, had intention. I'm pretty sure we did. I mean, yeah. we, we're, it was okay. mostly going to start out like, let's just see what happens. Yeah, but if it was a little we of both because we just knew nothing. But okay. if there was a okay. chance to ask questions or to see what, you, that was absolutely the plan. I think ask. everybody assumes it's going to be like a fortune telling session yeah. where you just somebody has a cool um, scarf and they tell you what they think <laughs> in a crystal ball. Nothing like that. So uh, he did have a great scarf, though. So what was your experience with, because uh, based on, you also had a reading. I had a reading, yeah. And so based on your what you thought it was going to be versus what it ended up being, yeah. what was the difference for you? So I assumed the same thing. I kind of went in there knowing not so much a skeptic at that point because I was I knew I couldn't go till I was ready to accept that like I was going to be open to what was going to happen. Right. Sure. So when I went, I, yeah, but I don't know. Everyone that's gone since me, that's a friend of mine has had the same experience. You like barely walk in the door. He starts talking at you. Thank God he records it because literally you're like 20 minutes in. You're like, hold on, wait. What? Every time I see no, him, it's I'm like, like you're recording you. this, right? Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, uh, because wow. I, I bring a notebook. I'm so. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're like no, taking notes and I shit. Yeah. I will say though, like most of everything he said to me has come to pass or has given uh, explanation to so many things that have happened in my life and, and has helped me, uh, Get some peace with some things in my life. So help you was, navigate damn, the cosmos. Man. I mean, that's a valuable thing. Yes. That's a va- cosmically navigating. <laughs> I was cosmically navigating. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay, and can I take a second to drop name drop a couple of my other favorite astrologers? So I love Cosmic RX, which is my friend Maddie okay. um, on Instagram. Oh, and yeah. then also my friend Desiree, who's simply sun signs on Instagram. Now there are so many talented astrologers out there. So you do want to find somebody that has your, the voice that you resonate with is kind of the same for any healers that you hire, right? If you go to get a massage, like sometimes it's just a certain way energy somebody has and the way they touch or the way they talk. It's important for you to find your person. But we, in this house, we love Gaul. We've loved him the longest. He got us into this mess. So thank you, Gaul. And um, I want to just read, are we good on that? Okay, if you want to look up your birth chart, if you're like, queen, I don't want to hear this whole episode. This is a lot. Just go to alabe.com. Alabe. Astrolab. Is, I think it's like a European-based uh, company that gives you the free, if you click on free chart, you can just type in, like we said, your location of birth, your birth time, and your date. And yeah. it will give you a computerized analysis of your chart. And it's so fascinating, even to read the generic descriptions, mm-hmm. you start to piece together like, oh shit. And it, and it really does help give you perspective. If you're if you're like a creative and living artist on listening to this podcast, yeah, it's it's fascinating. Or even if you just want to like with the reincarnation shit, want to just see it as like a wild story. Period. Cool. Let me just see something this way for a minute. Yeah. It's cool too. We're all about self-discovery, bad bitchery. This is a safe space to ask questions. Please share with us any resources that you have, but let's dive into what is this like wheel and barcode about? Like what is, what are the 12 signs, 12 houses? What is all this shit? The source of this story does okay. come from Gaul's book, Cosmic Navigator, the myth of God's children or how the 12 signs got their groove yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This shit's hilarious. So Gaul was like, go back in time, 5 billion years. Imagine earth as a great hall, a chamber of multiple treasures, both physical and spiritual. Outside of it is an astral lobby, a waiting room for angels, if you will. Separating the two is a door, but not just any door. It's a portal of raging fire, a vortex of swirling flames. God invited his 12 angelic children into the waiting room and said, this is the earth, a glorious garden that I'd like you to protect and serve as a token of my appreciation for your dedication to this task. Each one of you, one after the other, may take from the chamber of gifts whatever you can carry. Then you must ascend to the skies and fortify yourself as a constellation that will help to guide all sentient beings who navigate in darkness. Okay. So mm. that's chapter one of his book, you know, the, the very beginning. And I love when we retell a story because it's... All right. 
All right, so he's got 12 fucking people on the other side. So the first kid is Ares, right? Ares, but before he's even (laughs) done telling the story. Before he's done even explaining this. Ares fucking runs through the fire. Fuck you guys. (laughs) Fuck you guys. Fucking out of here. And all he takes is a seed. He goes into Earth or, you know, whatever the Earth is. To the chamber. And and there's everything. Everything's in the chamber. And he takes a seed. And bounces. And bounces. Because Ares, the vibe, if you know an Ares, if you have Ares in your chart, it's just fire energy. It's warrior, startup, go energy. And... Aries knows that they don't need anything but a seed. That is so powerful. And it really, this story really, to me, embodies the signs. If you're confused about these, you really, it helps you understand your friends and your family. Then Taurus saunters in second. Sister Taurus. Sister, she's a, she's a girl, a female entity. It's a, it's a cow or a a bull. Yeah. And she saunters in and she takes art and money money and pleasure and all these things. Mm. And she, you know, saunters out. Takes her time. I like that. Stubborn as hell. Love her. That's me and Nick sign, by the way. Gemini comes in and takes like, okay, we're going to speed through the rest of these. Gemini takes like ideas and actually, I think communication and lying. Yeah. Which is really, hey, that's kind of a bar. It's crazy. And they were like, I'm going to, I'm going to sell Taurus's art and yeah. make 10 times the money yes, or something like that. Because they took communication. So yeah. they're like, hey, hey, Taurus, I know you're like a really sauntery little bull. Let me see if you give me that painting, I can make you 10 times more money and mm-hmm. take my commission. So mm-hmm. that's why it's always helpful if you're a Taurus to find a Gemini in your business somehow, because mm-hmm. they do have these gifts for communication and connection. And then what's the fourth one? Cancer comes in and takes the moon and it takes birth and it takes water, the ocean. Yep. Um, Shoot. We'll just zoom through the rest of these. And then Leo? Leo. Okay. Leo's story is funny. So then Leo's the king. Is Leo the fifth one? Leo's the, yeah. Yeah. So the king comes in then and he's like, hey, I wanted everyone else to go in first because to make sure it was safe, not poison the food. Leo is like the life of the party, but he doesn't come until later because he's like, I want to make sure nothing's poisoned. And you then I come in and make a huge mess. Huge mess, but a great time. But every, take, he, hey, everybody Leo loves me. Leo takes like child, childlikeness qualities cool. and joy and all these wonderful creativity, imagination, or no, just creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, imagination's for Pisces. She's at the end. She's yeah, a bad bitch. Yeah, she's a fire. So like, Leo leaves and then in comes Virgo. Because so Leo leaves and the place is a fucking mess. Just leaves with everybody and the place is fucking trashed. And then... Sister Virgo. Virgo comes in quietly by herself, unnoticed, and cleans the entire thing without cleans recognition. the entire place up. <laughs> so this that's the Virgo. Bitch. They're caretakers. So cool, right? So it goes through the whole story, and um, I think what's the most fascinating is you know you got Aquarius taking the future and yeah, so, ideas. So, yeah, okay. So you get near the end, and then there's like Capricorn literally takes like the the walls, like the Earth. The walls and the yeah the earth yeah Capricorn so has like a that solid sturdy like um, traditional persistent thing yeah and then there's nothing left and Pisces comes in no so then Aquarius comes in after Capricorn oh and, and takes the future it takes the fucking future Jesus because there's nothing left so they just take the fucking future this is a and crazy then story Pisces comes in yep. and imagines it all back. So they take imagination. And the story starts over, which is the perfect story. This is the cycle. Mm-hmm. If you look at your chart on that site, it's a wheel. It's all in, in Gaul's book that this this story is so, super cool. But once you get into the signs, like we could even go through them. So what's your sign? Taurus. So you're a Taurus. But what are you, do you remember your, so then you have also your moon's, your rising sign, which yeah. you said you become more most, as you grow most up. Most people want to know your sun, your rising, and your and moon. Your moon. Those in, are kind of the mainsies. And the moon is how you display your emotions. Okay? Yeah. The moon all is important. The, all, everybody trying to pick up the dates, take notes. Okay. These are the things you want to know. So your when you meet somebody. sun sign is kind of the one that everybody knows. That's Taurus. And honestly, Desiree's book, the Simply Sun Signs <laughs> book, has those comparisons of who you're best aligned with oh yeah there's a sex she's got one a great too. book and there's a se- sextrology is a great sextrology. one that one is a little saucier <laughs> that's my dj name that one's kind of like okay when we're talking about kinks you know what i'm saying yeah you're like yeah. you like you want somebody with big ankles <laughs> and i was like this is very specific have you read the sextrology what? no it's a hoot what are you talking about and why Nick. did you out me publicly about the cankles no it's it's very it's a lot more <laughs> like why? what okay how the fuck did you remember that you want yeah, big I ankles. I like big ankles. Yeah. <laughs> I have big ankles. Thank you. A sturdy foundation. <laughs> yeah. That's you know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck some titties and ass. Show no, me the ankles. The, the, <laughs> the Simply Sun Signs, Desiree's book is much more like uh, useful in terms of like how to, to what qualities to look for in your partner. Okay. And what, what qualities work well in partnerships. But sextrology <laughs> gets very, it's almost like, it's, it's almost like uh. vulgar in some way. Not really, because if you think no. we're all sensual beings. Yeah. yeah. I think it's just super open. But man, it talks about, and it's like, if you're 
if you're gay or straight, like there's different things. It's right. a very thick and heavy book, sextrology. Hilarious. You I'm pretty sure every that. copy that we get, we give away to someone because they come over and it's on the coffee table and people are so enamored. Oh, yeah, it's a great coffee table book. It's it really a wild is, experience. Say. It's yeah. a good conversation starter. It is. So anyway, can I see your ankles? Uh, so, okay. So what's your, what's your rising sign? Leo is my rising. Are you also Leo? No, I, I'm, I am, let's see. Capricorn I'm Taurus, rising. Cap rising and Sag moon. Yep. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I so Capricorn rising is late bloomers, people that are working hard and for a long time and consistent and they get richer and their life gets better as they get older. Right. It's we like, love a Capricorn. Yeah. No, late. Yeah, absolutely. Late bloomer. It's kind of, it's the mountain goat. So like mm -hmm. slowly, not always going to take like the fastest route up there. But definitely collecting, but always all, gets the, there. collecting all the shit and carrying it with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's slow and slow and steady. So, and then Sagittarius moon. So how you display your emotions is your moon sign. Yeah. And Sagittarius is pretty much like <laughs> uh, happy-go-lucky, adventurous. So pretty much I have Optimist. no emotional. Yeah. I'm just yeah. kind of like, <laughs> no, no, I've, everything I've, is like, always a joke. I've seen you cry like half of one time. <laughs> So that's a Sag. I fucking, Sag moon, like y'all, I don't get it. Yeah. That should be a t-shirt. I'm my a Sag, is, bro. Uh, what did I just say? My moon is cap. Your moon is cap. That's interesting. I don't know enough about it. See, and I've researched this for years and I can't learn enough. So don't feel overwhelmed oh, yeah. by this, y'all. There are professionals out there that you can talk to yeah. and books that are much more helpful. So in, in Gaul's book, for example, I went through and just highlighted everything that applied to me. A lot of these astrology books, he comes out with one every year too that analyzes the whole year for each sign. Right. So it's a super helpful, you can apply this. I noticed last year I had a planner that talked about every astrological aspect and I spent one year focused on that and I noticed that it was overwhelming for me. It was yeah. too much. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So on the other side of the coin here, I'm like, don't go crazy on this, y'all. Unless you're, it's your path and your calling, like just rely on the professionals and enjoy your life. Keep some mystery to things. Mm -hmm. But it is kind of cool when you realize, oh, I can like really self-discover through astrology. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He Gaul also used tarot cards in some instances when appropriate. At the end. Especially if it's a decision that you're trying to make, he's able to then interpret that and help you bring out of your subconscious. The answers are in you. Your path and your life, all the answers are in you already. We just forgot. Remember the angel seals the lip, the lips, and says, mm-mm. <laughs> you came here to have the amnesic block here of figuring out this life as Nick, as Alex, as queen yeah. like just figure it out okay so another thing that we learned about too was uh the saturn return oh i love this so the saturn a lot return, of y'all babies are in your saturn yeah, return probably. right now so it happens every 28 to 32 years something like this yeah pretty much about 29 to 31 I every think. 30 years mm -hmm. right so when you are around your 30 and then again when you're 60 and because then again. saturn so all the planets take different amounts of time to move around the chart so like the sun moves every day the moon takes five or six it's different every planet's different so the saturn return saturn moves so slow saturn is like the planet of like karma it's karma right and yeah. discipline and like uh, i don't need it's fuck shit <clears throat> yeah, fuck shit no it's not always bad karma is not always bad karma is yeah, yeah. not bad what, what would be the sign of fuck, uh, the, the planet of fuck shit fuck shit would be um pluto because <laughs> pluto's the planet of transformation uh, okay that's the second t-shirt i want to make <laughs> pluto pluto is the planet of fuck shit also no uranus is chaos i think oh well okay well, that's better uranus is see i can hear all my astrologer babes listening like no 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 it's no yeah, 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 stop she doesn't know anything. We Uranus are is definitely. We chaos. are going to have some amazing guests on this podcast. We just wanted to do these basic bitch episodes, yeah, to get y'all up on. You know, I, I think it would be fun to just have like a random cutaway. And now our sixty-second astrology update with oh my and gosh. somebody comes in and just gives us. Imagine like a if quick we had little, an in-house astrologer. Let's get a fucking in-house astrology on this shit. Accepting applications now. That'd be fun. Oh my god! Cool. Let's make, eventually make it a show. I want to call my buddy Greg. And say, uh, hey, Here Greg. We go. Here it comes. And then he just says, happening. hey, guys. And that's it. And then we just cut away. We can also that's call. That's not valuable. We could, that's it. We love Greg, but that's not valuable. We enough. could call Quiffede. Could Greg, could Greg could play us a saxophone solo when we call. That's, <laughs> that's a va cool. That's a value. Yeah. That is a value. Yeah. You, you never know what he's going to play. <laughs> right. Guess this song with Greg. <laughs> Guess the song with Greg. Oh, my God. Okay. That's funnier. <laughs> Sorry, Greg. We just uh, sort of volunteered you for some strange. He might not agree to this. Oh. Okay? We have to oh, call his agent. Oh. 
Greg will agree to this. Greg, stop. You're not. Don't be a narcissist. <laughs> us, us after two weeks of knowing about narcissism. Okay. So can we go through, I want to go through like the signs. I want to go through the signs and the houses and the planets. Cause I think that's the most basic bitch uh, analysis of astrology. As y'all are maybe sitting here listening to the podcast and pulling up your chart on astrolab.com. There's also a bunch of other sites where they do free charts. I just like astrolab because it's like one of those like they're not asking you for money and it's very simple to read. So the 12 signs, Aries again, comes in full blast. I think the two words, and I'm, I'm using like the, the more positive trait and the more negative trait. Cause every, but everything in this universe is duality based. So there's always a good and like a more challenging aspect to everything. Aries is cur- courage and selfish. Okay. That's like, Hey, I would take courage if it had to come with selfishness, that's a vibe. Okay. Taurus is stable and stubborn. Mm. Isn't that a vibe? Gemini is outgoing and flaky. <laughs> they are communicators. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancer is loyal and moody. Ooh. Isn't that interesting? Keep going. I like the two words. Leo is confidence and bossy. Oh. Like in the more negatives, like, like too, too bo- overbearing. Got it. Virgo is reliable, but perfectionist. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. These are all t-shirts. Libra is balanced but indecisive. Oh, wow. No, I didn't That think... makes sense cuz they're sitting in the middle of everything. They uh, can't really I can't oh, I can't right. make an, a decision. Yeah, that's a good call. Scorpio is passionate but secretive. Ooh. Both love, my parents are Scorpios. Scorpio is fun for Tauruses. If if you have a sign that's oh, yeah, on the opposite it's... side of your wheel, yeah. those are like your besties. Mm. You need those. Interesting. We're about to talk about that too. Those are called aspects. Sagittarius, optimistic, careless. Yeah, yes. that's me emotionally. We love that. A Capricorn, consistent, pessimistic. So that's something about Capricorn. Is there a little bit like, mm, like See? a little E or E? Yeah. So I don't. Th- I I feel like I'm not pessimistic at all. Maybe in some ways. Maybe but. in some ways. Yeah. Again, this is so but personal. It's not, all, it's not all of them. It's in different ways. It's not anyway. always. Yep. Aquarius, inventive unpredictable they're the weirdos we love them pisces imaginative vague got it yeah so those are the the words that i, I like the with. two word synopsis it's kind of fun yeah. right that yeah, is fun i like you gotta remember like it's all about duality everybody's got good and and challenging traits yeah always the 12 houses so this is what i always look up nowadays now that i understand the signs and the planets better i'm like wait okay so if if gemini is in my third house what does that mean mm-hmm. you're then combining the traits of gemini which was like communicative and and stuff with the, thir- the third house would be mindset it's all mental. Do you have the 12 houses there? I do. Yeah. What are 12 houses? First house is the self. You know this. Okay. On your chart, you're going to see it's at, uh, is it nine o'clock, right? Nine o'clock is the, is where the first house begins. It gets like a pizza. You go clockwise. So the self is, is, um, Taurus. It's going to be your sign. Right. Like your sun, your, sign. your sun sign. Okay. So Taurus is for me. Um, second house is money. Third house is mindset or like mental. Fourth house is home and family. Fifth house is love. That's an interesting one for y'all. Sixth house is health. Okay. Seventh house is partnerships. Eighth house is like sex and kind of like mysterious stuff. Go on. Ninth house is worldliness. So this is like, you know, charity and travel and higher education. Tenth house is career. It's a good one. Eleventh house is social and technology and future. So I thought that was interesting. And Gall always talks about this. He's like, isn't it funny that we knew that computers would be our friends? Mm. Social media. It's Mm. like where we go to connect in the future. Mm -hmm. So bizarre. We're going to have robot besties. (laughs) The 12th house is the occult and woo, which is my favorite house. Mm. And that's, that's a house that I have a lot of really good stuff in. So those are the houses. Isn't that interesting? So wherever you're, wherever, now all of you have 12 signs in in all of it, the pizza moves and rotates. And so you have these signs in different houses. So that's your first layer of complexity with this, with this barcode of your life. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? And we're about to add one more layer and then I'll let you breathe. Okay. Okay. Planets. Fuck. (laughs) There's planets. The moment you're born, you take your first breath. The doctor writes the time down and you have your birth chart. Okay. There's the sun, which is the self. We knew this. There's the moon, which is your emotions and intuition. 
which we knew. There's Mercury, which is the mind, communication, and ideas. There's Venus, which is beauty, love, and pleasure. We love Venus. Everybody's like, oh, my Venus is, my Venus oh, is touching my own. Uh. My Venus hurts. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Only on House of Herbie will you get this kind of astrology coverage. <sighs> Mars is action, drive, and conflict. Mars is a hot one. Yeah. Mars She's war a, oh, and fire. It's, sure. it's intense. Like Mars and Aries, like go fuck yourself. Yeah. Um, Jupiter, luck and expansion. Ooh. We love Jupiter. Oh, it's the gas. She's got the rings. She's yeah. hot. We yeah. love Jupiter. Hot rings. Sat- or does Jupiter have rings or Saturn? Yeah, they both do. I'm kind of bad at this. Um, Saturn, structure and discipline. Mm. Yeah. Dirty. Uranus, revolution, change, chaos. That's why you, earlier you're like, which one is the fuckery planet? I was like, yeah, Uranus. Yeah. Because also people say Uranus. Depends if I have mm-hmm. gluten before. What? <laughs> I don't know if that landed. <laughs> I don't know if it landed. Are we? I know. That's the chaos in Uranus. <laughs> the chaos in Uranus. All right. Neptune. Please, somebody put that Sorry, on two a, more planets. I can at least be a bumper sticker. Sorry, two more. It, it I'm so distracted by Uranus. I know. It's a lot. This is like we're in first grade. And I can't, can't get over Uranus. When you're reading like the sex ed books in first grade and you're just, I was counting the paragraphs to when I would have to say penis oh. in front of the whole class. I remember distinctly we were talking about circumscribed angles oh. one time in math and the teacher didn't stop. He just kept going through the whole thing. And then he's like, okay, now you can laugh. And I was like, ah! <laughs> you are that kid. I think I got a D. Nice. I only got a D in one class and I cried because I knew my parents would be so disappointed. Oh, yeah. No, my parents were pissed. The pressure was immense. My parents were pissed. Okay. I don't think they... I had to go in like after class twice a week and shit. Moving on from Uranus. Neptune. Magic, dreams, and woo. We love Neptune. Mm -hmm. So that's why I think a lot of people, like creative people, I think Pharrell and Gwen Stefani both had like a Neptune obsession for a while. They both made records that were... They were the Neptunes. Well, period. Last planet is Pluto, transformation and rebirth. We love her. Mm. Pluto is a cold little bitch. And she's out there just waiting to change. <laughs> yep. Yep. Is she Covered a planet? in ass. Isn't she? Is, is she, she a planet? She? Nobody Can't knows decide. if she's even real. I don't and know. that because she's a transformer, of course. Yep. Of yep. course they would question her legitimacy. Mm, it's maybe. like she's not even Pluto anymore. She's transforming. Maybe it's not a her anymore. It's a it's a it's a they planet. It's a <laughs> We love Pluto. Ah. That's another shirt. <clears throat> Uh, so all of these things play it becomes a three-dimensional practice astrology you've got three or more things even um an astro a good astrologer can also lay your chart on top of a map they can lay your chart on a map what and do something called astrocartography oh no can we talk about this sounds dirty astrocartography you usually pay double for that will give you like these lines like your venus line your um your shit what are the other lines help me out see this is why we need uranus guests. uranus no we're not doing a uranus right. line we're not doing uranus line we're not doing uranus line gall did that because it shows you like where where will you have the most success with work with love with relationships yeah. no, that's true that's right i remember that and it's funny because all of us all three of us uh-huh. on this podcast have popped around the country we've hopped yeah. around to we started in the midwest we went over here we went over here you and i were in boston for a while and when i looked at my astro cartography which is another thing you can look up for free online. If I think um, the Alabe site has this as well, you'll be able to click on it and see, okay, where does that line run through? Mm-hmm. And so where does that energy band? And and for me, it was very accurate. It was like, you can't stay in the Midwest forever, but it's like where tradition and, and everything is established. And I was like, damn. Mm. And then the West Coast was good for us. Um, New York is good for us. Mm-hmm. And This last time we went, uh, LA was better than it was before. I I feel like the first time we went, it wasn't, wasn't it was good, great. but wasn't it wasn't great. like great. I think the East Coast was better. Yeah. And this past time we went, it was as, I think it was like equal with the East Coast or something. So definitely really fascinating shit to look up if you're soul searching and trying to figure out your next moves. I've, we've had friends who've gone to Straight see an astrologer relocated. who, who yeah, moved. Yeah, my friend Megan. Yeah. She went and saw Gall and uh, <laughs> oh, no. moved to New York and is like having a, but it's going great for her. It's going but great. It's going great for her. Yeah. yeah. It's also, so let's pretend we're skeptics for a second. Cause again, this is all crazy. It sounds crazy. It's like our, our reincarnation episode. So like, what the fuck? What are you even talking about? Imagine if just for a moment, you sat down with somebody, you paid real money for somebody to tell you this science, this thousands of year old science, and you still think it's bullshit, right? At least it feels good to have somebody give you direct answers that your subconscious can use to then take action with. Right. That's how I look at this. Yeah. I'm like, even if you don't believe in it, 
it's still really helpful and amazing perspective shifter for you to consider all your options and help you make a better decision for the next step. Yeah. yeah. And what you did too, which I which we didn't know at the time, but this is critical, crucial to being sustainable in the creative space is to follow the inspiration. Mm. So like you were like, oh, astrology. So it's like, cool, go fucking balls deep on astrology for a little while. Learn everything you can about it. Be inspired by it. Just follow, chase it. Always be following and chasing the the inspiration and the creativity because you just don't know where it's going to go next. And that always keeps it, You it never is stale. That way. You know what I mean? And there is like, come on, there is scientific proof. Nobody wants to pay for studies in this shit. But for thousands of years, astrology has stuck around. Full moons are proven. My brother works in a hospital. And he's like, yo, on the full moon, there are more accidents. No, um, so we there have are fam- more have catastrophes. Family- so do you know anything about hospitals? Yes. So my mom works. <laughs> She's a doctor and they staff. She works for uh, in labor on. and delivery. Come they on. staff differently for full moon nights Come because on. more women go into labor on a full Nobody's moon. Nobody's talking oh about my this. Oh my God. My uh, family friend works in a mental hospital. Okay. And full moon, same thing. They're like, it's a whole nother level. Gotta up the meds. <laughs> that is not nothing. Come on. It's wild. That's no, not it's really nothing. Wild. Nobody's looking into it. So maybe it's just because I am becoming more aware of the space, but astrology is also, at least in like the LA area and like that kind of like woo woo scene is very feminine because it, and I was reading a couple articles about it. It's because it's, it tailors to emotions. It helps describe and, and uh, tell how you're feeling, how you're feeling just in general, which is something that, you know, that's not a masculine Tendency, right. Yeah. right? That it's a that's a feminine uh, tendency. That's like you just you explore your feelings, to know who you are, all this stuff, right? And that was why it's become such a a big thing. Like literally, one of the, the most Google search thing is like, why do women like astrology so much? <laughs> Which is why that you know this because it it makes them feel safe and yes. it feels a way for them to. Uh, well, you tell me to express emotions more and to learn from. An, an emotional angle more rather than just from a rational based fact based. You know I, would, what I, mean? I would love to see like the demographics on this podcast. Like we should take a mm. look at our Buzzsprout account and yeah. see like what the thousands you're and a thousands woman, of people put your hand up. <laughs> no. And if you're a man, we love you. Thank you for being here. Like the, the world needs more feminine energy period. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's like the solution, right? To like the overabundance of war and anger and violence is to balance it out. We've just been run the world. I mean, I have other books about this. We could talk about all day, baby about the aliens and like the reptilians and all this shit. <laughs> Like, how did the masculine become dominant? It's not, it's not always been this way. There are times before our time and before we kept any documents of things where I think the feminine was in charge. So thank you for being here. We should check out the demographics and, and just see, because I think it is a very female power podcast, this one. Yeah. It's well, I think great. it's, yeah, absolutely. And it's Feminine also, energy. but like if you're a straight guy too, thank and we you. do have them. We need you. We yeah. do have yes. them. But we listen, need more. Tell your friends. Listen, you want to, again, I'm just saying. You're saving the world. You got to help. You got to, you got to like pick up the the bar, you know, pick up the bar, pick up the girl at the bar. Right. You got to know this shit, man. This is not only going to give I'm you saying. like as a straight man listening to this <laughs> podcast, like it's not only going to give you game, but it's going to give you so game. much depth of fulfillment mm-hmm. in your relationships because the feminine is important. The subconscious and the intuition and like the softness and the caring and the love is very important. It is also like as a woman, I love masculine things. Like I do, I love masculine shit. Do you? What do you? What do you like? I love like. Um, yeah, I guess you do. Like literally, a curved corner is feminine, and a ninety degree angle is masculine. And sometimes right. I like a ninety. De- I like stripes. Stripes are very. Mm-hmm. You like black yeah. and white is very too graphic. Yeah, it's it's um, harsh. Whereas a feminine would not have. It would have curvy lines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, literally in the background of your video right now, you've got black and white, yeah. hard corners. <laughs> For me, it's, it's like a bunch of penises. it's like the masculine and the feminine are defined, but they're they're coexisting. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful to me. You know, it's like flowers with like something severe. The yin and yang of it all. It's the yin and yang. You the love the the yin yang. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a vibe. That was like you know. My parents took my pogs away with the yin yangs on it. Mine too. I'm really? so angry yes. about this. Wait a minute. Wait, wait. Our pogs were taken yeah. away. Because they had... Because the yin-yang The symbol. yin-yang is the symbol of the devil. Where yes. We, <laughs> like, it's just feminine-masculine balance is all yeah. it is. It's Seriously? also, you know, Asian influence. So right. maybe they thought that was like 
They didn't want us okay to get into Buddhism, which here we are yeah. talking about <laughs> so, astrology what about and the Kabbalah. Yin, what about the yin and yang in particular? Well, is there... it's a symbol of um, <laughs> curiosity of something older and outside of Christianity that would make okay. people ask questions and then make people be like, maybe oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. So maybe the thing. balance of good and evil, but within Christianity, it's like... No good. evil is no, allowed. No, it's not. Yeah. There's right. no balance of evil. It's just Evil is just good. for the queers smoking weed at the gas station. The devil, it's the devil's shit. It's the devil's lettuce. The devil's lettuce. That's all the Uranus stuff. So let's wrap this up. Come on. We've been talking oh, about this forever. But if there's any topic that you're interested in going deeper on, we're happy to do so. We love this shit. And we can also invite some guests that know more. I think mm. we should. Yeah. And I think even having... Because look, it'll be hard... There are, since like you just outlined, there's so many moving parts to this um, for everybody, and it's always changing and shifting. So it's always something to like look at and update. But it also it's also hard to kind of like put into a little sixty second soundbite. It really bite. is. But that's what I I'm think saying. It's still I'm like support your professional astrologer if you mm-hmm. if you can afford it. I'd be down to do that. Do a session. I think we do it. Um, otherwise, a l a b. E.com is a great place to start to see if you're even interested. Um, remember, we've got your signs, you've got your planets, and you've got your houses. Now, these three things are playing in your, your little um, barcode of your life. Conjunction is when um, two things are um, overlapping each other on your, on your chart. So that's like an intensified energy combo. Okay. So that's what, when they say a con- you're conjunct, this is conjunct. Like that just means like there's two things like e- emphasizing each other. You have a sextile which is where um, the angle, it's like an acute angle. Rather I got than, one of those next door. There's sextiles and squares, right? So sextile is, is definitely beneficial and a square is challenging. So when you have planets that are fighting each other at a 90 degree angle, that's a little bit more like, oh, this might be something I have to work on or it might be a little tricky. And a sextile is when they're sort of more harmonious on your chart. And that's mm. something where, oh, like Venus is sextiling this. Like you, that's a v- good thing. Venus is in my sextile. Thank you. See, Venus more, is in my Uranus. Uranus is, Uranus is sextiling mine. Uranus is in my sextile. We're just going to make sex jokes until you actually want to look this up. I told you, my moon sign is in Sagittarius. That's so. what I want to say, though. An, an astrologer is helpful because this is incredibly overwhelming stuff. It's complex. But an astrologer is so good at breaking it down. Yes. Yeah, this right. is what they it do. That's what they do. Whatever yes. you do, and you, we need your art, by the way. Did we tell them yet? <gasps> what do they need? We need your art. Um. Whatever it is that you're doing for your art, think about how much work and time mm-hmm. and energy you put into it. An astrologer has done that. That is their art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so it's it's an honor to sit with these folks and, you know, pay them for their time if you're interested in, in that. Um, for the for the moon, the moon is such a whole magical thing. We could do a whole separate episode on this. For the moon cycles, it's best to build, build, build and grow, grow, grow and explore things when the moon is filling up or when it's waxing and the moon is filling up to a full moon. And when you reach the full moon, that's when you've reached sort of a completion cycle. So every two weeks it starts going back the other direction. So you've filled up to this thing and you're releasing things you no longer need as the moon is then waning or getting smaller and skinnier back down to a new moon. And that's the period of time when you want to edit and sort of refine what it is you're doing. And when you start living your, your creative life in sync with the moon cycles, everything starts to get easier because you're living in sync with the vibrations of the planets. Thank you for tuning in for another exciting episode of House of Herbie. I high five. Ooh, we can't reach each other if you're watching on Patreon. I got a little arms. If you're interested in being on the Patreon, we do an extra episode every month. That's coming out soon. It's coming out soon. After Dark episode is always lit and we are always talking about what you're talking about in the private VIP Discord. Discord. Discharge. <laughs> Sorry. Discharge. We keep working Dis- on the Dis- pr- pronunciation of that word. Um, you also get my extended aura cleanses. If you're interested in my um, little healing sessions, we do much longer versions on the Patreon. So thank you to our patrons. And we will see you all next week for another, what I'm sure will be an exciting topic. Titillating. On the House of Herbie. See you soon. Titillating. <laughs>